0: Hello everyone and welcome back. We are going to dive into another episode here and today I'm going to talk about karma. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before but I believe it's a conversation that that deserves a little more time or repeat or whatever and let's face it some of you might not go back and listen to all the old episodes. So I want to talk to you about what karma is, how it works, karma and divorce, you know that kind of stuff. So let's do this. Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. I am so grateful to be allowed into your headset and day today. My name is Elizabeth and I'm the host of this podcast and the owner and founder of The Separation Club, which is the club you never wanted to be part of, but the best club to be in if you're going through separation and divorce. Here we talk about how to heal, move forward and find love if you're so inclined. Also motherhood through divorce, finding yourself and creating the life you deserve. Our tools are community, sisterhood, honesty, vulnerability, spirituality and coaching. And that's when we aren't talking to our experts. I'm also a divorced mother of four adult sons, remarried and a stepmom to three. So we will be talking about everything that goes with all of that here. If you are recently separated, thinking of separating, divorcing, or even beyond your divorce, but still feeling it, then this is the podcast for you. So, karma. It's one of those things you hear a lot about in the divorce space, and probably in other spaces as well, but I think there are a few circumstances in life where karma is used more or with the desire for someone else to suffer <laughs> than like heartbreak or a breakup or a divorce or whatever it may be. Um, and it brings out the worst in a lot of people, I can tell you that. So let's talk a little bit about karma. What is karma, for example? Well, the, the dictionary defines, and you know me, I like dictionaries, okay? We like the definitions. So the dictionary definition of karma, and this is from Hinduism and Buddhism, Um, the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence viewed as deciding their fate in future existences. Um, So it's basically the relationship between a person's mental or physical actions and the things that they do and say, and and the consequences of that action or those things that they said or did. So this is where it can get a little sticky. Because when we experience a breakup uh, of any kind, whether it's you know a short-term relationship, a long-term marriage, whatever it may be, or some other injustice, if you will, is done toward us or what we perceive as an injustice or feel as an injustice, or someone has abused or treated us badly or been disrespectful or just generally treat people disrespectfully and they're unkind in general, There's a part of us that wants them to pay for that. We want them to see them lose their friends. Maybe we want to see them be ostracized by the community. We want to, you know, there's all these wants. You know, it's basically tuning into our very low vibration of jealousy and um, desire for revenge and punishment and consequence, all of that. So we say things like, I hope karma comes and gets them, and karma's a bitch. They better watch out, and you know karma's going to teach them a lesson. And you know we start saying and thinking these kinds of things, and you might not use the word karma; you just might say you know fate or um, what what goes around comes around. You know all of these things tune into the same idea. But here's the thing: that when we are sitting and wishing ill upon others. That affects our karma. So the only karma that we can influence, the only karma that we have any control over is our own. It's what we put out in the world that will, by the definition of karma, come back to us. So whether we call it karma or energy or fate or you know do unto others as you want done unto you, it's important to focus on our own feelings and actions and mental state and not be so preoccupied what we think somebody else deserves. So because a lot of you who listen to my podcast are going through divorce, I'm going to focus a little bit on that for a minute. You know, when someone has an affair, for example, I think there's few things that people do that cause more anger than an affair. So the person then who has cheated, um, often there's an expression of, When is karma going to come and get them? Because the person who has cheated might not now be um, heading into this new relationship with the person they cheated with and they might actually be really happy for a while, for a long while or forever or for a very short while, who knows, Uh, any number of those things can happen. But for a while, it may at least seem like, why do they get to be all happy and have everything when they're the ones who who did something so wrong and so bad, and here I'm sitting, I was faithful, I was loyal, I did everything right, I worked hard on my marriage, I sacrificed, I treated him well or her well, blah, 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 and here I'm the one that's sitting here heartbroken, this isn't fair. And no, you know what? It is not fair life is not always fair and that's not because you did something bad so you're being you know hit with karma that's why you're you know suffering and have a heartache i can get back to that in a minute but here's the thing i want you to consider when it comes to being so focused on the other person and their experience going forward first of all when you're solely focused on what they are doing then you are feeling like crap because all you're thinking about is their happiness and all the good things that seem to be happening for them, and all the bad things you'd like to see happen to them, and your entire time, existence, energy, focus, everything is being consumed by this person who has done nothing but hurt you. So all you're doing is focusing on hurt, and pain, and unfairness, and what are you feeling? Hurt, and pain, and unfairness, karma. If all you're thinking about is negative, all you're focused on is pain, then that's what you're going to get. See, karma is really no different than the law of attraction, in my opinion. Law of attraction says that what you put out, you get back. You know, if you um, are vibing at a really high abundance energy, then abundance comes to you. If you are very loving, then love comes to you. If you are depressed and down and and wishing ill upon others well not a lot of good is going to happen in your life either if you are unable to love yourself you're unable to be loving towards people around you because you hate yourself so much you're most likely not going to meet the love of your life at that time you're going to have to clean up your energy a bit you know you're going to have to find that more loving place that place where You feel love for yourself and feel deserving and worthy, and you're also able to then pour love, unconditional love, out on the people around you. Now, you're a loving human being. Love flows both ways, and love can easily come into your life because your your love frequency, if you will, is open. The channel is open. It is transmitting. It is clear. It is ready. It will receive if there's another love signal out there, and it'll come it will come. That's karma. So sitting and wishing for something bad for someone else, if karma is real, it's really just going to come back for you. In other words, you're going to continue to live in this um, low, low vibing, low sort of self-worth, I'm unlovable, nothing good ever happens to me. Why is this happening to me? Why does no one care? Why does everybody else get to be happy and I don't? Everything's so unfair. That's where you're living. So that's what you're getting. We need to be really, really mindful when we're thinking about karma. In fact, it's not just when we're thinking about karma. Put karma away for a second. Forget that word for a second. If you want to change how you feel, you're to change how you think. If you want to change the life experience of someone else, you need to look at why. You can't change that life experience. You can't. It's They're going to have the experience that they are going to have based on what they are putting out in the world. You know, when you fall in love, when you fall in love with your now ex, or when you fell in love as a teenager with your first boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you know that feeling is incredibly strong, it's overpowering, like it, it is, well, they'll tell you, it's the strongest emotion of any emotion. It is has the highest vibing energy of any energy at all. Love, the love frequency conquers everything. True love, true unconditional love, right? So here, you know, your ex potentially has fallen in love, or lust, or whatever, with someone else, and it's really feeling good for a while anyway, like maybe even a long while, like they're just really vibing high, and they're having fun, and they're falling in love, and they're feeling this super wonderful emotion, so they could keep putting out a good emotion, they keep spinning out the good stuff, and they keep getting it back. That's what's going on on their side of the fence. Now, you might be thinking, well, they might be doing that over there, but they're being really mean to me. Well, maybe they are. Maybe they're not. I don't know. And that's a whole other dynamic that's happening between the two of you. But I think sometimes we just need to sit down and say to ourselves what they are doing and what they are experiencing. is a life that they are creating for themselves. There's nothing I can do about it one way or the other. It has nothing to do with me anymore. What kind of a life are you creating for yourself? What is the energy you're putting out in your life? What are your thoughts focused on? What is it that you're wanting in life? What is it that you keep thinking about? That's what you're getting back. Think about it. When you woke up this morning, how did you feel? You know, it's one of the first questions, or it's one of the top prompts in uh, the Joy Journal, is mood. Today's mood, right? Is it good? Is it vengeful? Is it angry? Is it frustrated? Is it hurt? Is it broken? What, like what is the mood? What were you thinking about? If it's negative, then I ask you to think about what were you thinking about last night? What were you thinking about yesterday? What were you thinking about yesterday morning? What were you feeling? What were you focused on? I think once you answer those questions, you'll realize it's no wonder I woke up feeling angry, sad, frustrated, alone, whatever, right? It's funny how you will rarely hear someone who is in a good place in life talk about karma. Because when you're in a good place, you're inviting in more goodness, and it just keeps coming. So we don't talk about karma, everybody attaches karma to something negative. But karma is not just negative, it's good too. what we put out is what we get back. You put joy out, you get joy back. You put love out, you get love back. You put out anger, resentment, envy, jealousy, revenge, you're going to get bad stuff back. You're going to feel like crap. You're not going to feel good. Life is going to feel hard, lonely. You're going to feel unloved. You're going to feel gypped and and like people are not nice to you all the time. Because that's where your energy's at. That's all you're seeing. You're actually, the good things are happening too. It's just you can't see them or experience them because you're not allowing it into your heart. You're so focused on the negative. That's all your heart's lying back. Law of attraction. And I can hear you. I can hear you saying things like, but what about them? Like, why do they get to be all happy when they've done such a cruel thing? Now, I don't know anything about your personal journey. You, the person who's listening to this, listening and thinking that doesn't seem fair Elizabeth it doesn't seem right why is it that nothing you know ever works out my way I don't think you understand what I've been going through I I hear you and I understand why you feel that way let's let's look at it from the other side just for a moment this person who was in your life who's now hurt you terribly and has moved on and seems to be happy you know what what is their karma what is it that they're putting out and what is it that they're getting back? Well, it's possible that this person has their own reasons for why they cheated, for why they did the things that they did. Now, just wait before you turn off this podcast in fury over what I'm saying. I am not saying that what they did was right, nor that you deserved or any of those things. What I'm saying is, it is entirely possible that they're way more tormented about this than you think. You know, this person who maybe never was good at communicating with you, never was able to express his feelings towards you, never wanted to go to therapy and talk about things, never wanted to make any changes, decided that the easier thing to do was to go and just start something new over there. And I will tell you, research says that many men, and by the way, guys, if you're listening to this, it's just half the story, I understand, but many men find it easier to have an affair and get divorced than to dive into themselves and their feelings and their traumas and all the stuff that's going on inside them, which is what caused the affair in the first place. Very rarely is this affair about you. It is all about them and their traumas and what they're doing to try to feel okay. So what are they giving up? What's their karma? What's their consequence or punishment for doing something so awful to you to the family to the kids well they've lost you that's karma that's happening to them don't think for a second that that it has no consequence on them at all you know we think that they just wander off and they're just happy and everything's okay but you're not living with them you don't know what's going on in their house. You don't know about their conversations. You don't know if they're fulfilling each other's needs. You don't know anything about them. I can tell you from a client of mine, um, her story, and I won't mention her name, but she, her, you know, her longer marriage was long marriage, 15, 18 years, something like that. I can't remember. Um, they divorced because of an affair that was, and it wasn't the first affair. She had already forgiven a couple of them. And then this one, it just wasn't possible anymore. So the marriage ended. And for a long time, she would say to me all the things that you're thinking, you know, why does why does he get to go off and be happy and all in love? And, they, you know, they get to have all this time alone without the kids and <clears throat> just be a young couple in love and all that. Well, I always said the same thing to her. You have no idea what's going on with them. You have no idea if they're happy. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. There's no question that he gave up a lot to be with her. And that's not usually because they're so madly in love. It's just because that's the process. I said, you don't know anything about how he's feeling. He didn't tell you before when he was married to you. He's certainly not going to tell you now. In addition to that, he was someone who he was actually quite decent to her through the divorce. Like he was fair. He came and helped out when she needed things fixed or done around the house. He was good with the kids for a really long time until he wasn't. And, you know, then suddenly the stress would start to show, you know, him and his now new girlfriend, they went, well, the same person, they went and bought a house together she's got kids, he's got kids, they got parenting schedules, ex-husbands, wives, all of those things. And the stress is starting to show and the cracks are starting to show. And not that you would wish for that to happen to them. But what I'm saying is, if we don't take care of our own energy and our own karma, if you will. If we don't clean up our own space and keep things at a level where we want to live, it is going to come back and bite you, just like it is for him now. He is clearly under a tremendous amount of stress. It is affecting his co-parenting relationship hugely. It is affecting his relationship with his children. And I'd I'd be willing to put a lot of money on that it is also affecting his relationship at home with his girlfriend. In fact, that might have been where it started. You know, having an affair is very sort of passionate and exciting, but now suddenly basically trading out your wife and kids for someone else's now ex-wife and her kids, that's not just like a romantic honeymoon story anymore. You just walked out of one stressful situation into another stressful situation, plus you have the previous stressful situation. So ladies, don't assume That everything is so rosy over there. It shouldn't matter, first of all. But stop assuming that you know what's going on over there. And start letting go of whatever's going on over there. Who cares? They're happy, they're not happy. Regardless of how they're feeling, it doesn't change how you feel. If they are miserable, and if you knew that they were miserable, would you feel happy? I'd like to think not. You might have a moment of it, like... We've all had those moments where we kind of go, "Ooh, that was a little bit well-deserved or that was a sweet taste of karma right there. So we have that moment, but it doesn't feel good any longer than that. And the thing is, as soon as you feel that, you also feel a little bit of guilt for feeling that way, right? So let's just stop wasting precious energy, time, healing time, Um, time when you could be growing and becoming the woman that you want to be, the woman who's happy and joyful and has her own relationship. Stop wasting time on theirs. Start focusing on you so that you can start calling in all the things that you deserve into your life. Create an environment around you, an energy around you, where the karma is so glowingly beautiful that everything you're putting out is from a place of love and kindness and compassion and patience. And guess what you'll get back? Love, kindness, compassion, and patience. What would you rather have? Would you rather be so focused on their demise that you don't have anything? Or would you rather just forget them? Let them do whatever they're going to do. Let them destroy each other or love each other. Whatever they're going to do, you can't change it. Let them do that while you are busy creating your own joyful existence, your own dream life while you are creating thoughts and your feelings to have the very things that you deserve. All right, lecture portion of this podcast episode is over. Let's let's clean up our karma a little bit, shall we? So if you are driving, then pause the podcast here maybe and listen to this at home. If you're walking, um, you could continue or you could Listen to it and then listen to it again at home because I am going to invite you to close your eyes. So if you're at home and you have this available to you, I invite you to become really comfortable in your chair or your couch or wherever you're sitting or if you're in bed, whatever, just get really cozy and close down your eyes for a minute and just you know tune into your breath and tune into where you are. Notice the support of whatever it is that you're sitting on. So whether it is the couch or your bed or chair, just become aware of the support underneath you and how it's holding you and keeping you safe and keeping you where you are right now. So you don't have to worry about any of those things. You are completely safe and you are comfortable and you are ready to clear out some karma stuff. Okay, we're going to cleanse. We're going to let go of worrying about others and other things. And we're going to cleanse our own space so we can fill up our aura, our space, our energy with the things that we want. So as you're just breathing and listening to my voice, let some words float in. Like, how do you want to feel? You know, you want to feel... At peace, you want to feel loved and loving. Maybe you want some happiness and joy, maybe fun, adventure. You know, just let those words float around, whichever ones resonate with you. Like, actually see the words and then kind of observe as those words just kind of drift down from floating around you in front of you, in front of your eyes, and as they kind of just the relevant words for you, just settle down in your hands, in your lap. Okay. So even if you don't have your hands in your lap, just visualize that these words are now resting in your hands, in your lap. So let's say the word love is there. We all want to feel and experience love in our life, and we want to be loving. I know all of us want to be a loving human being who shares love and shows love to the people that we love in this world. We also want to feel loved. So cradle this word. It could be a different word for you, but cradle this word in your hand. And just look at it. Trace it with your eyes. And as you're doing that, notice that this glow starts to come around the letters as you trace it. This glow is like you are bringing this glowing energy to the letter, each letter of this word as you are, you know, tracing it with your eyes, whether it's love or compassion or peace, friendship, whatever. So now your word is literally glowing. Now that color might be different for each of you and that's okay, but notice the color. Just notice the color. All right, so now you have a glowing word with a glow of a color. And as you start continuing with your breathing and start becoming aware of your breath again, with every inhale, I want you to imagine your heart center and the color of your letter Is now or your word I mean that color is now a very small flower that's that color the very center of your heart right in the center of your chest there's this itty-bitty flower and it holds the color of your word every time you breathe in it opens a little bit more and as you breathe out the color is almost like this dust that just puffs out from the flower. It's like if you were blowing on cinnamon, and it, this, or flower, and this cloud, poof, you know, the color of it all around. That color, every time you exhale, is just exuding from the center of this flower. With every inhale, the flower gets bigger. And with every exhale, more color, more of this iridescent, glowing, beautiful color comes out of the flower. And with a few more breaths, breathing in, making the flower bigger. And breathing out, sharing this energy of this word with her exhale coming out of us. We soon find ourselves completely surrounded with this glow of this color. You are surrounded by the energy of your word. You might be surrounded by love or compassion or friendship or peace, or joy or happiness. It's all around you. Like it is, everything you can see is through this cloud of this color. So everything you see is with compassion or with love or with joy, it suddenly makes the world look really really different. You become aware of people who also make you feel that way and who also have this energy. You become aware of circumstances that can help you reach a true state of that being. You become open to and receptive to opportunities that will make it easier for you to live in the place of love or joy or whatever your word is. Breathe in and exhale while you observe the beautiful world around you through this this cloud that you've just created around you. This is your karma. You have created this new world this new way of looking at the world through this beautiful place. Everything looks different. Everything feels different. In fact, everything is different. You have created that change just by choosing a different word to focus on, by choosing a higher state of being, by choosing to live Through your heart. When we do that, we connect directly to our highest self, to our true inner being, which is always good and well-meaning. And suddenly everything else just falls away because everything else is outside of your cloud. It's so far away. It's not important anymore. You can't see it. All you can see are the things that you care about, the people you love, the experiences you want to have, all inside your beautiful karma cloud. If you're not already smiling, because I know I am, then smile. Just right now, just take in this beautiful feeling that you've created in yourself and smile. when you feel ready you can rejoin me here and we will wrap up this episode with this good feeling remember you can come back and listen to this part again and again and I invite you to do that whenever you feel that you're overtaken by those feelings again I invite you to come back here you can do this anytime anywhere with my voice or without it And while we're at it, I also would like to invite you on a journey, a 28-day journey that we're gonna go on together. A journey of meditation, mindfulness, journaling, morning practices, morning wake-ups, little words of wisdom. Let me know if that's something that's of interest to you. I'm going to be sharing a beautiful journey with you. It'll be in the the show notes below, and I'll be talking more about it in upcoming episodes. But as I'm preparing to leave for a very special place, as you probably know, I'm going to Costa Rica where I'm hosting a retreat, um, which of course you're also welcome to join me at. But for those of you who can't come to that, there's an opportunity to spend the morning with me in this very special journey that I'm creating for you so stay tuned for that and in the meantime I don't want to break the glow that you have going on and the smile that's on your face right now so I wish you the most beautiful rest of the day thank you thank you for being here with me today for sharing this time with me and for allowing me to to do this work with you I wish you all the best and I'll talk to you again soon